Welcome to Inside the Honors College, where we believe that wisdom and virtue is found when we learn together. Join us as we take an inside look at a community dedicated to educating the next generation of disciples and scholars. I'm Taina Esteves. And I'm Ellie Overman, and oh my goodness, it was just so fun to interview Katie. She has this fun, kind of energetic, contagious energy, and I was just <laughs> so struck by her commitment to charity and conversations and in academic work. It's something I admire a lot about her. Yep, yep, yep. I was also totally resonating with her feeling like she was talking too much. I have had vivid conversations with both of my college professors, goodness, so far, about being like, yeah, just, just let me know if I ever say too much, like, just give me a look or something and I'll be done. I'll shut up for the rest of the colloquy. It's totally fine. I totally understand. Like, you know, I'm taking up too much space. So Katie, I'm with you. I totally, I feel that so much. And also this idea of like needing to come prepared with your sources and your argument completely laid out and all of your backup and all of this stuff. But you know, no, we get to, we get to just participate in the space and just going in as a conversation instead. And, you know, let me not spoil the rest of the beautiful stuff that Katie had to say. And let's just get right into it. Hi, Katie. It is so good to see you today. Hi there. It's so good to have you. So let's get right into our icebreaker question. So you're a vocal performance major. What is your favorite music to study to? Yeah. Um, so it kind of depends on what I'm studying. Um, sometimes my studying is actually just listening to music. Um, but when I'm doing honor stuff, I usually try to go for something that I know um, and have heard over and over and over again. I'm a big John Foreman fan. Um, he's the lead vocalist of Switchfoot. Um, and so I play a lot of his like solo stuff because it's very calming um, and I know all the words. And then for my study breaks, um, I usually will like blast Blink-182 or like, you know, Panic at the Disco, um, hitting it back to like my middle school yes. trying to be emo era um, and try to dance in the kitchen as much as possible oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. just to get rid of all of the tension and then go back to really calm, chill, like John Foreman music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. So you kind of shoot for the comfort music. What's super familiar? I shoot for the comfort music. Yeah. Because okay. if I listen to something that I don't know, I'll get distracted. Mm -hmm. I'll be so like mm. excited by what the person is doing or whatever <laughs> yeah. um, that I'll stop working and I'll just, oh, what a nice tune they did. Oh, that that's a yeah. great chord progression. I love that so much. Um, and I won't get anything done. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. That's such a, a music person thing to say. So <laughs> yeah. let's hop right into it. How did you hear about the Honors College and why did you decide to be a part of it? Yeah, um, so I am a major geek. And so going into my college um, search, I was like, I want a great books program. I almost, um, yeah, so that was like my main goal. Um, in a college, have a great music, music program. Once I discovered I wanted to do music and have a great books program. Um, and I was looking at St. John's, which only has a major of like liberal mm -hmm. arts, basically just an entire major of honors. I was looking at Biola's, um, Tory honors program. I was looking at a bunch of different stuff across the board and I didn't even know APU had, um, the honors college. And then I, um, you know, visited, somebody mentioned it and I was like, wait a second. Like that's something that I really love. I was looking for a Socratic mm -hmm um type of thing reading old dusty books talking about how much we love them mm -hmm. or hate them or what we're yep. learning from that um and so yeah when yeah. I I had been looking for a place with a great music program and a great honors college and I visited APU and I was like 
wait a second, this place has both of the things that I'm looking wait for. Like, <laughs> in the same place. If only I could find a school with this exact combination, I must continue searching. And then I realized, like, a week later, I was like, <laughs> Katie, if a school uh, has both of the things yeah. that you want, and it has great people, why would, why would you need to keep searching? It's right here. So, yeah, that's how... <laughs> yeah how I decided to be a part of it um, and how I heard about the Honors College and I absolutely love it. I love the community. I love that. That's so fun. You kind of just stumbled upon it and didn't realize what you had stumbled upon until after the fact. That's so fun. So now that you've been a part of the Honors College for a while now, how have you been challenged through your experience and how have you grown as a disciple through that? Yeah. um, So I came in having some pretty good experience um, being in like small cohort classes along the same lines of APU's Honors College. Um, And Mm -hmm. I was really looking forward to that. But I also am someone who talks a lot and has a lot of thoughts and feelings. And I was really terrified. I was like, what if I have too much? What if I, (laughs) you know, take over and I I don't want to be that person, you know, to just be like, these are the thoughts and they're a hundred percent right. And if anyone argues with me, like I didn't Mm -hmm. want to be that person. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I actually, I pulled aside Dr. Hale, um, who I was Dr. Hale, if you're listening to this, I was terrified of you. Um, (laughs) because you know, he's termed as fail Hale and all of that stuff. Um, and I was like, listen, um, Dr. Hale, I talk a lot. Um, so could you just like send me like a signal or something if I talk too much? And he was like, no, like, we want to hear your thoughts and we want to hear what you want to know. Um, and like, if you're going to discuss, discuss, like, don't, don't worry about that. And if it gets to be too much, I'll let you know, but like, Mm -hmm. it's not going to, cause we Mm -hmm. want you to explore here. And I was like, "Mm." um, and so I think that challenged me, um, Mm -hmm. to like accept who I am as a scholar and as a disciple and as a, like a classmate, I don't Mm -hmm. have to change a part of who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, but also like as a disciple, I didn't have to change a part of who I was. I could come to mm. texts with charity, um, reading what they were saying, um, and come with my own experience and understand, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going into this, you know, colloquy yeah. and all of these people have grown up in different ways, have seen Christ in different ways. Um, one of my best friends who I met through the honors college had never, like, she's not Christian. And so she'd never yeah. stepped in a church. Like, so this was new to her. And so mm-hmm. discussing that with her was really fascinating because I was like, we're both coming with who we are mm-hmm. um, and who we're becoming and dissecting what we've kind of internalized without thinking about. And so I think it, the mm-hmm. Honors College has taught me um, to look critically at your own beliefs as well as other people's beliefs and hold your hands out with charity, mm-hmm. um, expecting mm-hmm. to learn something. And expecting to not agree with everything. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but take what they're saying with the weight of, you know, centuries of learning and knowledge and growing. Um, yeah. So I definitely had to deconstruct some of my faith and build it back up as the semesters have gone by. But mm-hmm. I think that's something beautiful because mm-hmm. it's something I can stand on more than I learned this in Sunday school. So it must right. be true. It's, yeah. I read... And I discussed and I argued and I was frustrated. And sometimes I threw the book against the wall, but <laughs> yep. now I feel like I have something to stand on. So, mm, yeah. I, I love that. 
how you mentioned you were worried about colloquy. Have you changed how you approach colloquy at all? Um, I think I definitely come at colloquies as more of just an experience. Like I have mm-hmm. the opportunity to discuss with people. And I usually, I, I used to come at it almost like, okay, this is a battle, mm-hmm. not like a battle against my peers. Um, <laughs> yeah. but like, I have to come with guns blazing. I have to yeah. have the right facts. I have to mm. have five points that I'm going to say out of the gate. Right. And I think as time has gone on, I've realized that it's more of like a, a discussion because yeah. that's what it's supposed to be. It's a discussion yeah. based class and it's okay to come at the text and say, Hey, um, on page 35, mm-hmm. there's this thing and I have no idea what it means. Right. Does anyone have any ideas? Mm-hmm. And that's a completely okay thing to say. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've, I've come at it with less, I have to be perfect right. at all times. And I have to know the answers to what if we can find the answers together? Let's mm-hmm. go on an answer hunt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's ask the questions and you might have more questions later than you started with, right. but those are great things to write XCOMs about so you can gather them together. Yeah, I love that. And then I'm I'm curious, what role has Colloquy played in kind of your faith deconstruction? You alluded to yeah. that a little bit. Has that been a big part of it or not so much? Yeah. Um, so one of my friends, Sarah McDonald, um, in my first semester uh, with Dr. Hale, <laughs> we had something that we called the daily heresy, um, <laughs> yes. which is, uh, you know, very otter's kid to be like, okay, I have this question and I know mm. I'm not supposed to ask it, right. but I'm going to. Uh-huh. And so I think that like accidental practice of let's ask all the, of the questions that are kind of taboo to ask in a mm. church, yeah. um, and roll around with it mm-hmm. is it's, been really cool to take that into my own life and Mm -hmm. be in discussions after colloquy walking to the dining hall Mm -hmm. or sitting around a table um or you know rolling around on the like (laughs) angstrom lobby floor like you know um with too many red bulls in our system Mm -hmm. being like so who is god and like who are they to us Mm -hmm. and what do we owe each other? Like asking those giant questions Mm -hmm. and then ending with, I have no idea. (laughs) Maybe we should read something about it. You know, like that's so, that's so fun. Mm -hmm. And that's something that Colloquy has given me a place to start that, Mm -hmm. but also a group of people, like a net of people to just like call up or text and say like, Hey, uh, what, what's going on here? And I had this thought and this might be really wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, not going to email the Pope about it. Um, (laughs) but you know, like I'm allowed to ask those questions. God wants Mm -hmm. us to, he wants us to get to know him, Mm -hmm. which is cool. It's cool to, cool to get to know him. Yeah. I love that. Wow. I just, that makes me so happy. So now that you've kind of been in the process of learning all of these things. If you were talking to the greater APU community, what is one piece of advice that you would give them? Yeah, um, I think I would say, you know, those honors kids, you think they're a cult. We sometimes are. <laughs> a little bit. Um, yeah. A little bit, yeah. which I kind of like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those honors kids. Um, ask them a a crazy question Mm. um, and be ready for like a good 30 minutes of discussion. Um, But don't be afraid to 
like, you know, talk about something with us. We don't have to, you know, we don't have to um, get into detail and like debate Aristotle or whatever, but, you know, we, you have incredible opinions too. And mm-hmm. you have really great insights that um, sometimes the honors college is devoid of. Mm-hmm. We don't have like the full gamut of everyone's walks of life. Mm-hmm. And so we would love to talk about stuff with you. And also like, one of the things that I've really grown in, mm-hmm. in the honors college is reading, reading with charity mm-hmm. um, and approaching discussions and texts with the understanding that I could be really wrong about this. And so I think that's something that's been valuable for me, especially in this past year with like, there being so many things that I don't know about. I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm not like a, like, I'm not a critical race, like, have a doctorate in that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, but approaching discussions with, Hey, I care about you and I love you. Mm. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's get into it. Um, and that's that, those are some conversations that I would love to have with not only my colloquy friends, not only my professors in honors, but also like the greater APU community Mm -hmm. and administrators and, you know, professors and all of that stuff. Like I care about them and I, I love them and I want to have those discussions with them. Um, yeah. And that's something that shouldn't just be confined to a classroom with old dusty books. Right. It should be, you know, everywhere. I love that. Kind of like a, and I don't know, but I, I love you. And so let's learn together. I think that's a, a really yeah. wise posture. Well, Katie, thank you so much for taking the time to share with us today. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness, that was just so good. I know I say that at the end of every podcast, but it's true. It's true. We just have really remarkable people coming on to talk with us. Um, I loved this idea she talked about, about taking up space and conversation and how that's that's a good thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. I love and I've learned like by watching in colloquy that our colloquies welcome listeners and external processors and kind of everything in between. And so it's okay to take up space or even to not take up space and to mm-hmm. sort of find what what brings a solace in your colloquy, what a- allows for this comfort so that you can go into uncomfortable conversations and pursue truth. I just think that was so, so, so good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like Katie was saying, you know, bringing yourself to that conversation or bringing yourself to that text, whatever whatever space we're in, whatever dialogue is happening, making sure that you have you as an authentic being in with your own thoughts, processes, questions, and previous knowledge and experience, and using that stuff to challenge the current ideas or whatever's out there right now, you know, or challenge or just listen like you're saying. You sometimes don't have to take up actual space. You can just keep it inside and think and just be present in the moment, like we said earlier. And that's so important and so valuable to the stuff that we've got going on here. So thank you, Katie, so much for highlighting that and for sharing your experience with us. And thank you for taking an inside look at a community dedicated to educating the next generation of disciples and scholars. See you next time on Inside the Honors College.